Hey, welcome again to Sarcasm Colored Glasses with your host, Jay. And just so we can get things started off right, just want you to know that if you want to keep up with how everything's going, see when new episodes or any kind of random things within the week besides when we're posting, um, you can follow me on Twitter. And the uh, that would be HJism, um, the H for hashtag. And so anyway, so now on to our topic today. So to be a little off-brand, um, I wanted to kind of talk about horror movies. Um, and, you know, I mean, I'm always very big about universes and everything like that. But um, one huge thing out there is, I mean, horror genre. It's like, well, and I want to be very specific about this because horror means one thing and scary movies means another thing. So really what I want to talk about is scary movies and things that scare us and really just the evolution of it. Because, you know, if we talk back, if we wind it back to the world, um, our original, you know, scary movie was was the horror movies. You know, you've got your slasher films, you've got your, um, your like, gore. well, actually, gore wasn't really that much of a thing in the beginning. It really was like, you know, slasher, serial killer, stuff like that. Um, you've got your Jason, your Freddy's, your Michael Myers, stuff like that. And, um, and not, um, not, not like the way that we have things now, the way we've been talking about things as far as, you know, like universes, but yet you, it was the sequels. It was all about, you know, the one through 12 of how the guy keeps coming back or reinvented into something else and yada, yada, yada. Right. So one thing that people always say about movies is, um, or the things that are meant to be scary is it's like, oh, you know, that's not scary. That's not scary or whatever. You know, people evaluate how good a movie was based off of it was scary or not, or at least in that, um, genre. And there's also, I mean, one thing, there's also like thrillers, right? So where do thrillers fit in? Because thrillers, you know, they get you excited and stuff, but things are popping out. And um, so is that something that would be scary? Like the psychological thriller, is that something that we would classify as, you know, what we consider scary now? Since those things, um, I mean, I, did we ever really get scared by, you know, Jason and Freddy and stuff? Um, you know, I the point where I feel like I was too young to really even know. I mean, it was one of those things where it's like your parents would be like, oh, you can't watch this stuff. Um, you're too young. So, you know, and then you had um, your friend in school where they were like the cool one, you know, the, the parents kind of let them do whatever. And, and you know, they're like, oh, yeah, I saw like Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. And you're like, ooh, wow. You know, I mean, meanwhile, this is, I guess, in freaking grade school and shit. So it's not even like, you know, it's like, okay, we're in high school and we're um, like some sheltered freaking kid. Um, but, you know, by the time you get to that age and you can finally see stuff and you know but you're also a little sour so and i mean because what comes with that age you become cynical and we're all basically cynical at this point so like everybody's always like it's like oh that doesn't scare me but you know when you talk about scary it's very relative to the person isn't it because like say take my mom for instance we're watching Jurassic World and every time a dinosaur pops out of like the corner and she's like oh my god oh my god and I'm like ma relax you can have a fucking heart attack um you know or uh you know like uh my wife's friend literally you'll be staring her dead in the eye and just go boo and she jumps and you know that's just how people are but then you know I have other friends where they're watching it or they're watching um 
God, what else is out? <laughs> um, you know, and they're like, oh, that wasn't scary. That was whack. That was blah, 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 whatever. But um, actually, I, I thought the the first, I still haven't seen the second one. I need to, um, but, you know, I haven't heard a lot of good things about it. You know, it's like from my skeptical, my skeptical friends, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, that was trash. That was garbage, whatever. That was even worse than the first or whatever. So, but, you know, these are the same people that, you know, didn't like the first one. So I'm like, yeah, but then also heard from people that were, that at least enjoyed the first one or, you know, had a certain feeling type of that. And um, even they're like, oh, yeah, you know, that was blah, blah, blah. That was trash. It was garbage. Um, so then it, I was like, oh, OK, maybe I'm not going to rush out to see this. So I'm uh, kind of waiting for it to pop up on HBO or something like that. But um, but anyway, like those type of movies, um, you know, I, I, I felt like the first it well let, let me clarify the first remake of it um that it was i mean i felt it was you know it was creepy and um definitely more quote unquote scary than the original um because really like if you watch the original it's like what the fuck is scary about that like not even it was like funny um ridiculously so so um but, you know, is was that to my subjective? Did people actually get scared by that? I mean, did they have to be eight-year-olds? Did they have to be my mom? Um, you know, who knows? And so how are these movies, like, how are we judging them? You know, if it is a quote-unquote scary movie, but it's scary for different people, then how do we say if something is good or not? And, you know, I mean, I one thing, the one... Um, I guess it's a very specific genre. I mean, it's it's actually falls into my normal niche of universes. And this is like the horror universe, scary movie universe is the the conjuring series. Now, that is something where and and this is well, I'll come back to this. But this is one where, you know, you started out, you've got your conjuring, you got your conjuring one, two, but then it spawns off into your Annabelle because there was a doll. And then they're like, okay, you know, there's that one creepy doll in there, like, let's tell a little more about it than they had Annabelle, which was like, yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, it, it told a little origin, but it was, you know, it was not the origin that you really wanted. So then they're like, okay. Annabelle creation. Let's go even further back where like this doll was created. And that actually was a pretty good movie. Um, and then, you know, then they took a, a, a step further to go um, with uh, Annabelle Comes Home, uh, which actually also was a good movie in that. And actually, and I have to point out about this thing, and this is, this is also where you have to be very careful with these type of movies with, is it's timing. So a lot of times they're, um, it's like, okay, so you've got a good idea. You've got something that's going to be uh, spooky, scary, whatever, um, but you can't maintain it because, like, the longer it goes, you get less and less scared. You say it's very impactful if it's, like, you know, an hour and a half or something. So while Annabelle um, Comes Home was not terribly long, it actually was, you know, just right. You know, if it was any longer, then it would have felt like, okay, you know, um, this is this is too much drag. You know, and, and one thing about these particular movies, um, scary movies, is people never really die. Um, which is like a complete reverse from the, the slasher films where everybody dies, you know, and, you know, to, uh, 
point when there's a pattern that there's you know um you know the as the scream series will be like you know it's like oh don't say i'll be right back because then you're gonna die or you know or you know the black guy dies all the time or or you know the teenagers having sex it's basically you know there's a formula for basically getting killed and um and it's it's very super set up and but you know as i was saying are were those ever really scary and so does death need to be an aspect of something to make it scary? And so then, you know, then you've got these ones where it's like in the the Conjuring series. And also, you know, you've got the nun. You've got all these things that are basically spinning off from the one thing. And one aspect of uh, there's also Insidious, too. Well, Insidious, Insidious 1, 2, um, the skeleton key or whatever, um, you know, uh, that, that's more so of a, uh, I would say a sequel franchise rather than, um, creating a new universe because with the conjuring ones, it's not the same story. It's taking aspects from one and then it's being featured in another one. Um, like say the, uh, oh man, what's the name of that thing? I just watched it. Uh, curse of La Lorena, um, which is you know, of course, by the same people, and they make mention of like I think there's the the priest who was in Annabelle, the the first one, um, and you know, and he makes mention of it, was like, oh yeah, you know, like when I did this, but this was this isn't what the story was about. It was about a completely different thing, but it brings in that universe. So it's like you're as always, you're watching a movie and it's mentioning another movie that is unrelated so then you're like okay this is all happening together they're recognizing each other and yeah sure it's by the same people so um you know that it's not quite the same thing as it would be for like avengers or like everything with you know dc's been doing um with the uh, the infinite worlds and everything but you know you know for for horror scary things you know that that's a big deal um except for unless you've had like you know Jason versus Freddy <laughs> and you didn't really have crossovers and stuff like that whether they were by the same person or not um but yeah so and really what i say is you know like these ones where people aren't dying tend to be even scarier um or creepier like you know it's uh like the my and i swear i don't talk about this thing this particular scene and i i get chills and i've seen this thing over and over and over again and i've seen it on the commercials over and over again because it's always that one scene um from the original first conjuring say original as if they remade it but like the first one um where the the hide and clap thing and you and in that instance you know it's coming you've seen it before even when you haven't seen it before you know it's coming it's obvious but the build up of it you know like when she's in the dark and those hands come out and you're like fuck oh my god and um and you know, it, it, no matter, no amount of preparation can get you prepared to not, you know, jump or freak out about something like that. And I feel like that's something that's very consistent through. And it's not about how many people can be killed, how many people are stabbed or whatever, or the various ways that they're killed and stabbed. Um, you know, like Jason likes to get creative. It's like, oh, let me hang you up from here. Let me, and, you know, decorate you here or there, you know, but is, was that ever like scary you know but like these little things where you know it's coming but you're still freaking out about it and 
I feel like that's, you know, whenever people are talking about, yeah, you know, nothing's scary. I'm like, yeah, but this one. Um, so, and it's something that keeps coming on and going, like, it's an ongoing thing. So there doesn't seem to ever be enough of that. And there's always, and this is, and this is kind of winding on to where my other point is um, what makes these things so freaky. And so some things that I've heard from people too is, there, um, and this was like with the paranormal activities, people are like, oh, but that's real. You know, it's like when we stop getting scared by slasher things and, you know, having all these things and, you know, then you start doing like, uh, their big thing was the, um, based on true events, you know, uh, and I have a perfect example of that one, but you know, and then people are like, it was like, oh, that stuff happens, you know, it's like whenever it's like with demons and ghosts and stuff, you know, so if you're somebody who's superstitious and this, you know, winds into the subjectiveness, you know, if you're somebody who is superstitious and believes in these type of things, then it feels real and real things that scare us now. So now that we've gone past, you know, like we're basically, we're just sensitized by however many ways people can be killed, you know, like, um, the slashers like, um, evolution created, moved on to whatever into the gore films, you know, you have like things like the Hills have eyes and, um, hostile and where, okay, they can't scare you anymore by, you know, how many people are killed. And it's like, okay, so let's try to do more with it, try to make it more gory. So then, you know, if I can't scare you, I'm going to disgust you where, you know, I'm going to make you cover your eyes and go like, uh, you know, like when, you know, seeing something like that, you know, whatever they're doing things with eye poking and shit like that fuck me like i'm like nope 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 <laughs> um, but but am i scared no i'm grossed out and so and then you know like then they start um re realizing that it's like okay you know like grossing out people isn't necessarily scary um it's not the the same reaction it's not exactly how we want them to feel so then you know you start going to like okay you know digging into like all right how can we create suspense how can we build the music into it i mean one of um Halloween, perfect example. Um, there, and and I watched this documentary once, um, and I hate to be that guy, you know, like, you know, those guys that say like, it's like, oh yeah, you know, I watch this documentary and, you know, and then start feeling like super smart and like being all pretentious and shit. But anyway, I did watch this particular documentary um, um, on scary movies and in Halloween, and they showed this one thing where they didn't actually have the music when they filmed it. So the scene where, like, they didn't have that, I'm terrible at that, by the way, but you know what I mean. Um, but, you know, they didn't have that Michael Myers um, theme song in the background. So they showed the scene where, you know, he's standing watching Jamie Lee Curtis, like, from the, uh, the picket fence at the corner, whatever, he's just standing there, right? And so it, I cannot really, like, I mean, if you want to test this out, just put the TV on mute um, and watch that scene, and you're like, it's like, okay, this guy's standing there. All right, this guy's standing there. You know, it's kind of weird and shit. Um, but then, you know, you put that music in the background and you're just like, dum, dum. Then you're like, oh, you know, the chills begin, you know, and then it starts feeling eerie. And so these ones like The Conjuring and Insidious and stuff like that, they started bringing into like, you know, okay, let's use music to scare. Insidious does it a lot more where it's like, dum, dum, dum. Um, it's like a m much more of like the classic classic old things you know and um and you know 
everything like pops out of everywhere. Um, Conjuring, it's more like of a level thing going through, but it's like kind of like, you know, it's like scratching on your back and like, you know, like hitting like the your behind your earlobes and stuff where like, <laughs> you know, that type of thing, you know, but it's like it's working that with sudden things build up story and all of that to, you know, freak you out, get you creeped out and shit like that instead of like, you know, um, being like bloody or like it's like, OK, you know, this one's killed or this one's killed and stuff, you know, and. I feel like that's that um, that and the fact of the realness of, you know, because they're saying it's like, oh, you know, no, this is based on events. You know, this is the Warrens. Right. You know, there are there were actual people that were, you know, ghost hunters, uh, you know, and stuff. You know, they they were the Amityville people. And you're like, ooh wow. You know, so like people started getting freaked out by stuff that happens. You know, it's like it's our fantasy mind. It's um it's funny because like the, this doesn't fall within underneath fantasy, right? But it's something where, I mean, it's like, you know, like ghosts. It's like, like I said, people believe in them, people don't believe them. But the people that do believe them, do believe in them and, you know, and demons and whatever, whatever the particular thing about it, this is the stuff that, you know, like gets them creeped out and shit and, um, and makes it real. And so in my example of one of the based on true, um, based on, uh, based on true events. Yeah. So, but you know, what they don't tell you is like loosely based. So there was this movie, I think it's called deliver us from evil. Um, which is about this guy. Of course, he was another one. He was, you know, he was a ghost hunter or whatever. And this, I think this one is actually filmed in the Bronx and actually, no, I know it was filmed in the Bronx because, uh, a friend of mine actually, uh, they used his house, um, he would like put him up into a hotel and stuff, but that's irrelevant to everything, but you know, <laughs> the realness. Um, so, um, this was based off of a guy, he wrote stuff, you know, and, uh, you know, and, but then you're watching a movie and, you know, heads are spinning around and like all these like demons are popping out and the house is flipping backwards. And you're like, you know, as they, they're advertising this as based on true events, but you're thinking a lot like, you know, even if I'm somebody who believes in ghosts, this seems really excessive. This is something that I kind of would notice. This should be on the news, right? Um, and so then, you know, and I, I did my research on it and then they're like, it's like, oh yeah, you know, this guy, he believed this or whatever. He was a cop that, you know, believed in these things. And, and, uh, this is basically a loose accounting of, uh, what he had presented and you know or they gave like the basic idea and then let the director you know take liberties with it you know those liberties right and uh so then you're like it's like okay so how much of this actually was real it's like it's like oh yeah you know this is just stuff you wrote about or like i think um to wind back into the warrens and the conjuring series um you know one of the things with uh i think like ed warren there or, or maybe it's one of the spinoffs or something. I don't recall. But, you know, something I read that, you know, basically like the, he basically, you know, he wrote the stories and he gave it to somebody. He's like, he's like, yeah, you know, you could, here's, here's what happened and you can make the rest up. And so you're like, okay, yeah. So basically you're, you're based on true events is yes, this person existed and that's it. The rest we can, we can't entirely promise happened, you know, cause uh, sometimes things seem a little bit too crazy to think that it really did. But you know, some people there, they are really into it, but you know, it, it it's this whole thing of, you know, it started with like the Blair Witch, right? With the, uh, 
shaky camera and the fact that they told you that this really happened this was found footage <laughs> you know so um the the realness of it like is is what they're using to scare us and this takes me to our final area of evolution of horror is the and this is funny because this is when when i first heard a podcast um what what was the biggest rage guys trick question well not trick question pop quiz question what was the biggest rage when podcasts first came out what was everybody talking about like oh did you watch this episode watch i keep saying that did, it, did you listen to this episode which is something that blew my mind because i'm like wait listen what are, what are you talking about you know and um, and they're like oh serial killers right and um you know how to make a serial killer how to um follow a serial killer or you know, the trials of this person the Menendez trials or whatever, all of this stuff that, you know, it started intriguing everybody and starting being like, I mean, is this something that to you has been scary? Is this where, is this the next evolution of what is scary to us? Something that is, you know, hardcore real, like literally no embellishment. This is the story of, you know, particular killers. Um, and their trials and everything, you know, that can be embellished from that, you know, I mean, how many trials are on Netflix now? Um, you know, and so, and, it, and it's like, there's one after another, after another, and they're all over the place. And, and it's funny because it's like, you don't have to do any kind of directing. You don't need any special effects. You don't need writers or, um, stuff like that. You like, you're literally just documenting, um, and you know, and you're interviewing these people and all that stuff and you've got yourself a scary movie and, and it's, and it's, it's, it's hysterical to me. And I, I, I really want to know, I'm like, is this something that, is this where we're at, where, where we need to get scared from? Is this our next step? And what will be the next step after this? Like, I know that there's like, uh, now the VR is becoming a huge thing. Um, there's an, and one of the shows that I watch, uh, evil, which actually it, it's funny. Um, evil actually has, uh, uh, it, it's on CBS, but, uh, Luke Cage, um, I mean, he's not Luke Cage, but obviously the actor and, uh, you know, Luke Cage is off and people want to follow him, like watch evil. It's actually an interesting show, but it's, uh, definitely not what I thought it would be, but, I digress. One of the things in there, they have like, you know, a horror v VR game. And, um, and I know that they do these things like, uh, my best friend's son, he was showing me this and, uh, you know, and so is that something that's next level creeping us out? I know playing Silent Hill, that shit freaked me fuck out. Like I literally, I would be playing that, you know, Silent Hill, like certain versions don't play at night and don't play with the lights off. It's one of those things you play like in the afternoon, summer day. And I swear to you, I would play that game 15 minutes at a time. And I'd be like, nope, got to get out of here. I am freaked the fuck out. Um, you know, you're sitting there, you know, going through the fog and, you know, you just got your transistor radio going off and something's coming near, but you can't see shit. And, then you're like turning and it's like, oh, and you know, you've got, of course you've got like no fucking weapons, you know, you're now I'm really geeking out. Right. Um, you've got like, you know, like a, a, a pen that they give you to fight off a zombie with or some undead bullshit. And, um, and you're in the fog and you can't see it. And then it comes out and it's like, you know, and anyway, long story short, don't play silent hill at night. Um, but it is, you know, VR games. I, I, I can't even imagine if something like that was in VR and I'm literally like look turning my head and that shit is around me. Fuck. Um, 
But anyway, so tell me what you think is scary now. Um, and how do you judge what is scary when it's something that's so subjective? And why does it matter if it's scary or not? Because like if it, if it is a quote unquote scary movie, that's how we determine how good it is. And what do we do here? We review movie. Review, fuck me. We review movies. And so if something is, you know, if I am very hypersensitive to stuff, then I'll be like, oh my God, that was such a good movie. It scared the fuck out of me, whatever. And then somebody else who's like some desensitive, desensitive, desensitized millennial prick um, is just like, oh, whatever. That doesn't scare me. That's not real. I'm going to go listen to my podcast, you know, or whatever shit. Um, so I don't know. So how do we, how do we determine what's good or not based off of those things? And yeah, I, that's, uh, that's where I'm at right now. So tell me what you think. And again, you know, follow on, um, follow me on twitter hjism um also that i mean i have like other things but that's really all i use so <laughs> anyway so until then and uh i hope you feel that you're seeing clearly now and enjoyed your prescription until next time